We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place exclusive interviews with players coaches and team executives streaming live and always available on demand stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the odyssey app miss something from the todd feinberg show listen to the podcast on wtic.com slash podcast so i just want to clarify a little bit where i'm coming from on trump because i i think it may be confusing because i feel conflicting feelings about it i think we need somebody we needed definitely four years ago somebody who would go there and and uh blow up a powder keg underneath the power structure underneath the deep state and say we're gonna do things a little differently sometimes you just need to break things so you can put them back together and redo it now donald trump broke a lot of things didn't necessarily put them back together and it was hard for him because he was under ruthless attack the whole time because the the uh dick cheney's of the world and the and the Joe Biden's of the world and all, all these people have made their career in politics. They think they own it. The insiders think it's theirs and they don't want an outsider coming along. So they rebelled when there was an outsider. It was OK to rebel during the election and lose. And then you're supposed to let the people who won the election have their victory and hold the power. And what's interesting about the Democrats is as much as they talked about democratic norms and said we can't survive as a nation if we don't follow the norms, the, the muscle memory that all Americans have of, of how a fair and, and democratic system is su- supposed to operate, as much as they claimed that, they weren't willing to do that themselves. And they went to war against Donald Trump and his new administration and wouldn't allow him to have the privilege of running the government the way he saw fit. And that ran from before he took office until after he left office, and it's going still. And that's part of the big problem of why the Democrats can't be trusted here. W-T-I-C. Sorry, Anthony. Did I step on your little announcement there? No, you didn't. Did I talk too soon? Wasn't the guy in the box going to talk? No, he did already. Yeah, he did. Oh, he did. Okay. Sometimes I don't even notice him. 860-522-9842. A little more... 
Uh, line two I grabbed, but I, you've got to clear that, Anthony, okay? This is a little more of Donald Trump from his video response to the the um, the event that took place at his home. Feds coming in and raiding. What is your reaction to the raid? Does that make Donald Trump weaker or stronger, do you think? And we are a nation that is hostile to liberty and freedom and faith. We are a nation whose economy is floundering, whose stores are not stocked, whose deliveries are not coming, and whose educational system is ranked at the bottom of every list. Well, not necessarily the bottom of every list, but our, our education system certainly is not as good as it should be because it's a rigged system that serves the needs of special interests, not students. We are a nation that in many ways has become a joke. In many ways that is true. That's how the Chinese look at us. But soon we will have greatness again. It was hardworking patriots like you who built this country. Ooh, we'll have to come back to this because that's like he's got, that's the resolution there and the hope right there at the end. George in St. Louis, what's up? Hi, Todd. I, I think uh, that raid on Trump's house is outrageous. That was never that has never happened to any former president before. This this is this is typical of the weaponized uh, the, the way the the Democrats. But they would argue there's the never been a law-breaking president like him before. Uh, oh, you mean like uh, like um, Obama or? or any of the other lawbreakers uh, that are also Democrats. Well, by, by the way, like I said, they've weaponized departments of the federal government for, the, for their own Democrat, uh, you know, uh, that serves But the then, if that's true, George, aren't they really stupid? Because didn't they just energize and revitalize Trump in a way that is unbelievable? Oh, yes. The... the He's going to take off with what just went down. But, you know, this next election is not about the January 6th that the communist NBC and CBS thinks it's about, or, or especially global warming. This is, about, this is about getting rid of the uh, socialist Biden government. It's about getting rid of, of, of every aspect of this. Oh, and by the way, the, the last eighteen months has been a—it's been a—they've been deceiving the public trust. You remember, you remember the public trust. That's how they failed with COVID. And by the way, one out of a thousand worldwide died, and one out of three hundred died here in the U.S. Three times worse. And supply chain, inflation, foreign policy, open borders. They've 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 failed you on on every level that the government you know where the government is supposed to deliver services to. You. All right, George, thank you very much for that. They did, didn't they? They are, aren't they? They're failing on every level, and they're robbing us blind at the same time. Emily's calling from Enfield. Hi, Emily. Hello, Todd. How are you? Very quickly, I went to vote today. I've mm -hmm. always voted. I'm not going to disclose any party affiliation or anything, but it was determined at check-in that I had been changed to unaffiliated. And I said, no, I never changed my affiliation. 
And there are very lovely people in the state of Connecticut, I have to tell you still. So there was a phone call made to voter registration. I had mm-hmm. to speak with someone via cell phone, and they said, you changed your affiliation at BMV in a particular year. And I said, no, ma'am, I never did that. And she said, well, you can't vote today. And I said, I can't vote today. I said, I, I've never made that change. So she hung up, and the lovely people, I have to say, at the voting site that I was present offered me a provisional ballot. And that said, is the appropriate thing to do, yes. Yeah. And they said, it's been happening all day, and we are not going to allow this. And we're going to let you vote today. So today I had to re-register and I was able to vote. But I'm clearly shaken by this because I would have never done anything like that. And if it wasn't for the grace and the appropriateness of the people that were at the site, I would not have been allowed to vote today. Did she tell you what year she believed you had done this? 2021. And when was the last time you voted when you can confirm that you were not registered in the way they had you registered today as unaffiliated? So I have been voting all along. I voted in 2020. I've never not voted. So this is Yeah, I'm just wondering if the, if since the time they claim yeah. that you switched it, have you voted and and seen your registration? Um I believe I have, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's very interesting. Yeah. So and and how, what's your takeaway from this? You said you're shaken. What do you believe yeah, happened? Yeah, so, I mean, this is still America, right? So I'm a little, I'm not a young, you know, I'm not, you know, a, a novice by any stretch, but I was really like, what do you mean I checked a box? I never checked a box. And, you're, and I asked the question, and I can't vote today? Really? And they were the the person on the phone said, "No, you can't." And if it wasn't for the correct, appropriate people at the site, I would not have voted today. What's interesting is if if you go to the DMV and they say, "Do you want to do a, you know, do you want to change your registration or do you want to register?" You would have said, "No, I'm all set. I'm registered." Right. I never go to the DMV. Everything I do is online. I can't even remember when the last time I went to the DMV. Aha, uh-huh, the plot thickens. Yeah, that's why I'm I'm actually shaken by this event because I never even go there. Right? So I just wanted your listeners to know, don't walk away if somebody has said you've done something. Really just kind of stay there and ask the people if you can be provided a provisional ballot because this still is America, right? Emily, that's wonderful that you're that you made the call and that that is the takeaway that you want people to leave yes, with. I do. Don't, yes, I do. don't because the fact that they said to you this has been happening all day when the woman yes. on the phone didn't want to give you the time of day. That's pretty Correct. impressive stuff. Correct, and they were very lovely people at the voting site. I have to give them so many kudos, but they did recognize that I was not, and I voted late in the day, I was not the only one that this had happened today. That's wonderful. Yeah. Thank you, Emily, Thank so much so for much. sharing Appreciate your story. It. Thank you. Bye. Good to hear from you. 860-522-WTIC. Steven Springfield, hello there. You're on. Hi, hi Todd. Um, yeah, um, I, I was uh, 
eliciting a great interest when you were giving the rematch by how Trump went in, and because he wasn't a system player, you know, sometimes you have to break things and expose things before you can fix them. But he really kind of had a hand tied in a lot of ways. Uh, we had a what? He had a what? Uh, he had his hands tied with a lot of issues. We've had a burgeoning national debt for many, many decades. Um, the Republicans told him that they had a health care plan ready to go, which they did not. Um, and, and they basically squandered the first year of his presidency, uh, not, not to mention with the Russian collusion hoax. And um, I, I mean, a lot of people, I, I know some people that their Trump hatred is so fierce that they won't vote for him. But do, do they really think that a nicer a person is going to accomplish more? I don't think so. You know, a lot of these politicians, according to Peter Schweitzer's book, uh, Secret Empires, they launder money through their children. And that includes people like Mitch McConnell and Mitt Romney. Um, It was a free trade thing with Bill Clinton, and it it basically made it easy for the children of politicians to launder money through the the families. And and I just feel like Trump had a lot of deep things stacked against him. Well, given that that Trump was aware of these things that you're talking about. I wonder why he didn't bring them to our attention. Well, I don't think he had much support even in his own party. I, I think there's there's too many crooked rhinos that are just lining their own po- pockets and, you know, going along to get along. Yeah. All right. Could be, Steve. Thank you for the call. 860-522-9842, rant line number, 860-751-4698. Yeah, I don't, you know, uh, part of what Trump did was he started off going after the deep state, the deepest of the deep state. He said right off the bat that the media was the enemy and the intelligence agencies were the enemy. And if you recall a few years prior that Dianne Feinstein, who was the head of the Senate well, I forget which committee, Foreign Intelligence, perhaps, or Intelligence Committee. Um, she was, she supervised, you know, the, she provided oversight. She was the head of the committee that provided oversight. And there was a day where she had this dramatic moment where she went to the floor of the Senate and called out the intelligence agencies. And it was considered kind of an unusual thing, maybe an outrageous thing that she did that. And she did it because the, I believe it was the CIA, but it might have been the NSA, had broken into the computers of her eight, her um, committee that was supposed to provide oversight and doctored the data, the information that they had on their computers to protect themselves and she was furious and broke protocol and called them out publicly now she was in a position where she could do that I think but imagine imagine an agency that would do that and how they would have felt about Donald Trump coming in and talking about how they were a problem Eight six zero five two two nine eight four two. we've got Joe in Newington now hi Joe Hey, how's it going? Thank you for the call, sir. I I think it's amazing. I think it's amazing that Donald Trump is living rent-free in all the Democrats' heads, the president's head, while he's sitting back 
laughing his way to the bank and personally working his way back up to a 2024 presidency. It is pretty amazing. And it, once again, they are, they are putty in his hands. I, I, all they're doing is fishing. This is nothing more than fishing. They're just trying to find something that they can use against them. But the fact of the matter is there's nothing to use against them. Well, what if they have something they're using against him? Either way, they're misusing it. Well, but either way, they're misusing it. They're giving him more power. Absolutely. How could they be so stupid? Back in office. How could they be so stupid? The only thing I can figure is that they're looking at it and saying, well, maybe, maybe this will lead us to something bigger against him. But nobody's going to believe them. Because now they've done this. Didn't they only get one shot to break into his house and steal all his stuff? Didn't they only get one chance? I mean, this is wild. What's going on here? It's hard to believe what's going on here. Greg in Waterbury. Hi, Greg. Hey, thank you for taking my call. Um, so, uh, I want you to, you know, I want to get your opinion on this, but um, certainly one of the things that Donald Trump did during the election was uh, essentially undermine the, the Bush dynasty. And as you know, Cheney is part of that dynasty, and it's interesting that his daughter was the lead person in this uh, inquiry on January 6th. And then you had, you know, Cheney come out and make some comments about Trump recently. Um, but, you know, just following up on this raid, it's unfortunate, um, but it seems like, you know, there's a double standard because under the Obama administration, there were many things that could have been investigated uh, and, and weren't. And it seems like, as you know, many callers have repeated, uh, they're going after Trump with everything they possibly can. And I think part of this also is the fact that um, it's, it's really a smokescreen to deflect attention away from this horrendous a piece of legislation that was put through this anti-American piece of legislation that Democrats are, uh, you know, uh, beating their chest about. Well, I don't know why they need to hide that. They, they're proud of it, and they're highlighting it. They think it's a good thing. They think they win votes for it. I don't know. I, I agree with you. It, it's a horrible piece of legislation. It's stupid. It's ill-timed. It's spending money that doesn't exist. It's all the stuff Democrats love to do, but I think it's what they love to do. I think they're proud of it. But otherwise, I think you made some great points there. Thank you, Greg. 860-522-9842. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for 25 bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Thanks for being here on a Tuesday, Election Day, primary day. Don't forget to vote on the way home if you have not, as if you had Arnold in Enfield. Hello, Arnold. Hi, Todd. Uh, the wife and I both voted for Lenora Levy. Lenora Levy. And I'll tell you why. That's not us. It's a rhino. But the worst part about her, her husband's an executive, whatever source. Yes. So, you no, know, that's not going to help your light bills with him in there. Yes, yeah, so a, a real insider candidate, Themis right. is. Right. I mean, she, she backed Blumenthal way back when. I mean, Connecticut's pretty liberal, but we don't need another rhino in there. We need a Trumpendorf person. And I think Levy's got a pretty good chance, even though she didn't have the money that the other lady had, you know? Yeah, I'd be surprised if she wins, but it could happen. She's got the Trump endorsement. So if anybody's still listening and they haven't voted, they might think about their electric bills, which are three, four, five hundred dollars this month with the heat. You know, and they're going to be even higher. Arnold, you know how to inspire people. Good message. Thank you for that, sir. Mike in Plainville. Hi, Mike. Kudos, kudos to Emily and the young man yesterday that called in. Emily, you're persistent. I like to see that. And the young man yesterday uh, for practicing uh, restraint. When he ran into Governor Lamont in Farmington at the uh, Flower Garden. Oh, yes, Mark. He is a young man. It was kind of comical to hear Lamont in the background, the uh, cardboard cutout, making comments. Where's Josh? You can't can't defer to Josh anymore because Josh isn't around, is he? He was pretty funny, the governor, how freaked out he got when Mark confronted him. Now, this raid on, on Trump. This is only going to make his case stronger. I think people are really, really going to start to realize that the side, the people in charge, are evil. I think people are going to see the light, and they're going to, some big changes are coming. I pray to God. Well, this is the uh, time that those big changes are supposed to happen, Mike. Election day, that's when it's supposed to happen. 860-522-9842. Thank you for the phone call. the Todd Feinberg Show, live from the NJ Diet Studios on WTIC News Talk 1080. Yeah, it's WTIC. It's amazing this, uh, this new piece of legislation that just got signed into law, $280 billion for the United States to invest in us building chips in this country. Chips, you know, computer chips. It's it's unbelievable what we do as a broke country that has no money. We have no assets. We have $30 trillion in debt. And our idea, our leader's idea of how to run the country is to keep spending money to buy votes. Keep spending money that doesn't exist. 
How about a little fiscal restraint? How about a little economic responsibility? Hundreds of billions of dollars on on what for climate change? It's ridiculous what they're doing with no intention even of having the money mean anything or do anything good. 860-522-9842. What's up, Phil? Good afternoon, Todd. Thank you for the call, sir. Yes. Earlier in your show, you were asking um, people to call in with examples of voter fraud. No, not really. But you can if you want to. No, you had the gentleman discussing about the um, 1,000 mules. Well, he had himself doing that. I just made the point that... I just made the point earlier that I think uh, that Donald Trump didn't really make the case for voting fraud mm. in his election. He just, after the fact, he when he ran the first time, he he said, well, he suggested that he wouldn't trust the election results. Right, and, and then, then the, and then the second time when he lost, he didn't take he didn't accept the election results so the message is that he doesn't like to lose and he wasn't going to accept losing as a premise Mm. but he never made the case while he was president for what was wrong with our electoral system and how we should fix it and so i so i don't think he has the right after not dealing with it for four years as president of the united states the most powerful elected official on the planet to then ignore the election results but now we're seeing a precedent of election fraud as clearly as the last caller just admitted to committing election fraud mm-hmm. in this election today. Yeah, I, well, I, they cheat in elections all the time. They walk it's, up a per, to the, it's a perpetual thing, the cheating in elections. But it should not be allowed. Uh, the the uh, polling administrators should not have allowed that woman to vote. I was at the polling place today, and there were two um, individuals in their mid-60s mm-hmm. that were trying to vote um, for the Republican ballot. They yep. were turned away because they were not registered Republicans, and that's the law. Well, that's so true. I wish you would have been able to get at least a polling place on where she voted and or for what party. Well, she said she wasn't going to reveal any of her specific information. Yeah, and she may have just been putting out there trying, you know, to enhance the the fraud. You know, given uh, like you know there are situations like that in every election. There are all kinds mm-hmm. of mistakes. You've got you've got local town agencies, election agencies that are trying to manage all this data. They make mistakes all the time. Sure. Um, I'm just seeing it, like like I say, from my um, experience today, seeing two people in the, the two minutes I was in there, I think there's, there could be a lot more into it. You know, that's just my speculation well, at this point. The, the thing that Emily said that was interesting was that, that uh, she first got told on the phone that she couldn't vote. And then the mm-hmm. people and then the people in the voting place said there have been a lot of people with your problem today so we're going to let you do a provisional ballot and a provisional ballot means we take it and we review your case and we know what your vote is we have it so that if it turns out that what you're saying holds up then we've got your vote and we can allow you to vote and that seems to me the right thing to do that's why we have provisional ballots so do you believe there's that governance involved where they will do the fact finding or does the oh, who knows go through 
I know. I tried to call the Secretary of State, but their office closed at 4.30, and they don't even allow, and on voting day, and they don't even allow for you to leave a message. But if that provisional ballot is able to flow through with all the other ballots, and they're telling her that they're having a lot of people coming in today doing that, and I observed two people trying to do that when I was there, I think there's um, some, you know, fraud going on. Well, the, the more likely thing is that they don't have the time to look into the provisional ballots, so they just leave them in the provisional pile and they never get counted. That's so, what so I'm we, hoping. Yeah. yeah. If it's but it could, it could go either day. way. And mm-hmm. what we want is for everybody who should be voting to have the chance to vote. And who knows if that happens and to what extent it does. And have those votes fairly counted. Yes, exactly. So, yeah, thank, thank you for your time. I will follow up with the Secretary of State tomorrow to see what happens with those provisional ballots, and I'll definitely call in if you'd like and that, give sure. you an update. Yeah, okay. if you got any information that we could uh, make use of, that would be great. Thank you, Phil. Good to talk with you. 860-522-9842. Rob, hello there. Hey, good evening. Well, I wouldn't call it evening yet. Okay. Happy, uh, good, good late afternoon, sir. Ah, I like that better. All right. How are you guys today? Go ahead, Rob, if you have something you want to say. Yeah, I would just like to put this out to your supporters that I fully and fully support Leora Levy, and I hope they go out and vote for a, for a solid conservative candidate. All right. Thank you for that, Rob. 860-522-9842. Dave in Brantford. Hello, Dave. Hey, Todd, how are you? Uh, I'm a little bit off topic, but the 80,000 new IRS agents that Biden wants to hire on his new fight inflation now, Bill, uh, I'd like to read a line from the Declaration of Independence. It's not that Ooh, long. this is going to be good, I have a feeling. I don't think so. They're talking about King George. He has erected, he has erected a multitude of new offices and sent hither swarms of officers to harass our people and eat out their substance. And that that's the whole line there. And think that's exactly And eat out line. our substance. What a great line. Pretty good, isn't it? And so yes. 80, Todd, 80,000 agents with 50 states, and you do a little minor division, and you come out with an average of 1,500 new agents for every state. Can you imagine 1,500 full-time IRS agents sitting on the citizens of Connecticut, and you know they're all going to be equity hires from the Biden administration looking at your ESG score and deciding who to torture, I'd say the first shots of the next civil war are kind of got fired this weekend, and the uh, FBI raid kind of put a hammer in it. Well, it could, it could be something dramatic, or it could be just the routine of that. They're looking at it as uh, that's 80,000 new Democratic voters who they're putting on the payroll. I, I think so, but they're going to harass. They're going to harass our citizens, swarms, and they're going to eat out our substance. Uh, thanks for the time, sir. It's a very eat good show. Out our substance. Thank you, Dave. Let's not forget, by the way, that the IRS has been starved on purpose because collecting taxes isn't something we like to have happen to us. We don't like to be investigated and harassed and harangued and pressured. We don't. We would prefer to be left alone. Hi, you're on the air. Who's this? Hi, this is Dave from Farmington. Hello, Dave. Thank you for the call. 
Hey, I have a question. The gentleman that was on, I think, two, maybe two uh, minutes ago, not the past gentleman, but the guy before that, I think he said that two people were in the voting office and they were Republican, but they wouldn't let, the, the voter wouldn't let them vote. Was that true? Well, I, who knows what he was saying and whether it was true or not. It's a good question. He did mention, when he said it, it made sense to me what he said, that they were trying to vote. They wanted a Republican ballot, but they weren't registered Republican or something like that. But I can't well, reconstruct it for you. You may be right that I missed something. Well, the reason I say it to you is because my wife and myself, we believed were independent voters until mm -hmm. yesterday. So we called the town to get registered as Republican because we wanted a vote in today's vote. Yep. So we went ahead and we went ahead and we got registered online. And as long as we did it by 12 o'clock yesterday, it would be okay for us to go in and vote. Well, lo and behold, what we found out late last night, because they actually called me, um, was that I was unaffiliated. So mm -hmm. when I changed to Republican... Yesterday, I was able to vote this morning, but because my wife was independent and she wasn't unaffiliated, there's a 90-day waiting period after you are unaffiliated to be go to go to Republican or Democrat. Wait, after you're unaffiliated, or after you're a member of another party? Well, no, you're no, saying if you're, if you're unaffiliated and then you put in a request that you want to change to Republican or Democrat. Yeah. If you're unaffiliated, you can vote right away. Yes. But if, and, you're, in, but if you're an independent, that's a different party. That's a party, exactly. the independent party. Exactly. There's a, and there's a 90-day waiting period. And okay. I was unaware of that. So my wife could vote in November, but she couldn't vote this morning. Yeah, well, they don't like to give up their voters. You know, all these rules are made for the politicians, not for the people. Oh, yeah, there is absolutely no doubt about that. All right, I just wanted to share that with you because I didn't even realize that Independent was an actual party. Yes, it's confusing, and when you said it, I was, you know, Independent goes in your brain is the same as unaffiliated, but that's not accurate. Right, that's exactly yeah. right. Yes. Well, I appreciate your time. I just wanted to, to say that for the other callers if they're questioning that. That's what will end up happening if you are independent and you move to Democrat or Republican. You will not be able to vote today if you do it like yesterday or before 90 days. Thank you for that, sir. Appreciate hearing from you, Bob in Waterbury. Hi. Uh, I was going to say the same thing. Uh, really? If you want to vote Republican, you have to be Republican. Mm -hmm. I mean, everybody that knows what's going on in politics should already know this. Wasn't that what the guy was saying, though? That's why I didn't uh, ask well, him a follow-up. I, I thought that was his point. Well, no, the guy three times ago that was screaming and yelling about voter fraud. No, you have to be a Republican to vote for a Republican in the primaries. Right. Which this is. And you have to be yes. a Democrat to vote for the Democrat in the primaries. And yes. So, so what the, you know, and that lady, whether she got in the uh, DMV was wrong, okay. But that's nothing to do with it. She, you know, they screwed up. They put her Democrat, and they did the right thing by giving her a new thing. But the way he made it sound like it was voter fraud, no, you have to be Republican or Democrat to vote in primaries. And I don't think they let independents vote either. 
for well, independents can vote in the independent elections, election. can't they? The general election. Well, but there is an independent party. That was the point the last caller was just making. So if you're registered as an independent party member, and then you, you would be vote. able to you take an independent... I don't pri- think you can. Well, you'd be able to vote for independents if, if there is an independent election going on. I don't know if there's any independent contested elections going on. But I would think that in that case you would be able to vote. Thank you for the call, Bob. Nevertheless, now that we've totally confused each other, I apologize for that. Hi, Todd. Democrats are wrong-way voters. Wait a sec. Is that? I don't know. Let's try it. Hi, Todd. Democrats are wrong-way voters. They're driving in the wrong lane, and they're heading for a crash. I like that. <laughs> I just don't know how I got in that particular spot. Todd, this is Jerry from Naugatuck. Uh This raid on Trump's house, uh, this is so despicable and disturbing. I think it's going to backfire. It, it shows that, that, that the desperation of Biden and, and Garland and, and uh, Ray of the FBI uh, to stop uh, the re-election of Trump. You know, the, the Democrat Party, in my opinion, has morphed into a sort of a fascist party, reminiscent of the... the the banana republics of Central America. Democrat voters should also be outraged. Yeah, I think you're right. Hey, Todd, Jerry from Naugatuck. Again, Jerry. Jerry's everywhere. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. It's me, the governor. It's Ned Lamont. And I just got to say that uh, I think it's despicable the way Bob Stefanowski's portraying me. Gosh, in every commercial I see on TV, I got gray skin. Who has gray skin? Really? <laughs> well, sometimes I used to when I used to smoke. But now I now I got a tan now. I got a tan and a nice white shirt. I don't go to the office too much. But I get make sure I got a tan. I think it's it's wrong for Bob Stefanowski to portray me as a gray man. You know, maybe I don't maybe maybe I don't stand firm on any issues, but I'm not a gray man. So please, Bob, have some compassion. And I worked hard on my can this year. All right. A little compassion is called for. Don't forget, Tom Scott will be our last guest in the last hour today. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 